This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacy Poehler. Hey, everybody. I am excited to be here with Dustin Moore from Moore Sports Performance. Welcome, Dustin. Hello, Stacy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to be talking to you today. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about Moore Sports Performance? Um, yes. Um, so Moore Sports Performance has always been a dream of mine um, for over about 10 years now. I know I previously worked with a previous company and I kind of got to a position where it's like it was time for me to move on and try to find my own way. Um, so I came to a left my previous employer back in November of 2021. And then I stepped out on my own where I trained outside with the more sports performance brand. Um, took about nine months to get into a location just due to the market and also um, getting a gym as a first time business owner is always not respected upon landlords and whatnot. So it took a bit longer than expected. Um, so, but we got in officially opened up October 9th of uh, last year and we've been going strong ever since and only looking up from there. Awesome. Awesome. Why don't you share a little bit with the listeners um, about your programs and what you guys offer at more sports, more sports performance? Um, yes. Um, so we offer everything we do is um, instruction based. Um, we offer private training for pretty much every sport, speed and agility um, and strength and conditioning. So we train every athlete. There's no athlete that we turn away here. Um, we also offer sport specific training for women's and male lacrosse athletes um football players um as well as baseball here coming up soon and actually we just hired a new coach so we will also have rugby instruction as well so we just have the complete place for every athlete to kind of get where they want to get to um we also have a partner here with atlanta rehab who is now in our facility as well um physical therapy physical therapy team they also provide um uh physical therapy for all our athletes as well as the athletes they currently have as well that's awesome. So talk a little bit about sports performance and kind of what your goal is when you're working with an athlete and, um, you know, what some of the success stories have been. Um, it's fairly simple. It's just like we provide the thing that most athletes lack when it comes to starting a sport. Uh, I know for me, when I first started, um, I was very out. One, I didn't start playing football until my high school year, um, my freshman year in high school. So I was very behind. And in order for me to kind of actually get to put myself in position to actually play um, on Friday nights, uh, of course, started with Thursday nights before that, it was sports performance. Um, and kind of where my whole journey started was actually with my dad, um, who played um, eight years in the NFL. He trained me. Uh, I made. I tried out for the eighth grade team, didn't make it. Um, so I was like, okay, hey, it's time for me to put some work in. And then what we did was essentially I had to get a whole lot faster, a lot bigger and stronger for me to actually try out for the team the following year and actually making the team the next year. Um, so we just there's a lot of athletes that come in and hey we want to, i want to play varsity but how they may be too slow they may not be big enough they may not be physical enough that's what we step into play and when we help them get those attributes as well as mainly building the confidence with these athletes um one thing i firmly believe is building confidence through training if a kid can come in here and deal with me for an hour uh, me yelling at them and pushing them and trying to get the best out of them i know when they step on the field or court whatever they may whatever it may be they can handle anything that they endure yeah. Yeah. Can you talk about maybe the challenges and hurdles that you've faced in getting this new business up and going? Um, oh, one, it would be location. Um, it was a very tough decision to one come to Alpharetta. 
um, because of most of my clients were in the Woodstock area. So it was hard for me to say, hey, I'm going to go 40 minutes away and hope and wish that my athletes follow. Um, so I think that would be the first decision, the first hard decision I had to make. Um, two would be actually finding a location. Like I said previously, um, gyms have a tendency to fail within the first three years of opening. Um, but however, most gyms also only offer one type of service, whereas we provide the complete package for any athlete at any given time. So we don't necessarily have a slow season um, because when one season slows down, uh, other one picks up and vice versa. Um, and the other challenge I want to say is probably finding help, um, finding quality coaches, because um, everybody says they want to be a trainer. They want to do this. They want to do that. But at the same time, I got to be very mindful of putting type of person I put around our athletes, because, um, of course, you have a person with a bad background, whatever it may be, they can just I don't want any bad influences rubbing off on our athletes. So we're trying to, one, help our athletes become model citizens in the sports world or once they get a job in the actual workforce so it's finding guys that we can just trust and put around our athletes and when you're not doing the training what are you doing for fun for fun uh, i haven't had any haven't had much fun in the past uh, year <laughs> um it's typically mainly work 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 um but when i'm not training i'm typically as i'm doing right now behind my computer working on programming also programs and also working on what can we do better um, posting on Instagram, trying to get our content out there, trying to spread the word because we're fairly new in this area. Um, there's a lot of different places that have been here for years. So we're trying to not necessarily put anybody out of business, but we're trying to just like show what we have to offer as well. Because I know how we do things is a little bit different than most places have to offer. Um, so, but if I'm not doing that, then for actually fun, I am probably just relaxing at home with uh, my now fiance and our dog. Um, I try to get out on the lake as much as possible uh, with, with some family and friends, but that's pretty much what I do for fun. I'm a very laid back person. So I just try to keep everything chill for myself personally. Good deal. What are some myths or misconceptions that might be out there about youth sports performance or maybe even youth sports in general? Some things that you've come up against that you're trying to um, break through and, and, and show people the other side. Yes, I want to say the biggest one was probably um, when athletes and parents say, hey, they need to mainly focus on their skill. Um, so, for example, if I have a lacrosse athlete, right, um, coaches and parents have a tendency to say we they need to focus on shooting, um, stick, stick handling, different things like that. In actuality, they need to focus on one, the performance side first, okay, teaching how to kid how to properly run with proper mechanics, um, how to properly hit, hip hinge in the weight room, um, how to properly jump, all those things there are the foundation and to help these all these athletes produce better or help sorry, do better what they actually naturally do as it is. Um, so I would say that's definitely the biggest thing that or the biggest myth that parents have a tendency to say, hey, we need to just lacrosse training. I'm like, no, you're you, they got pretty great um, stick skills. However, these athletes have to be fast. They have to be strong. They have to be quick and explosive to actually take those skills and actually produce on the field. If you can't, you can have one, but you can't. You gotta have both. You can't have one out the other. You have to have both. Um, I know I have a lot of athletes I personally train where they come in, they have the stick skills, however, or the, the skill set to play the position at whatever sport they may be. Um, however, a coach says, um, the reason why he make a team, he's not fast enough. So if you can't use those thick skills and you can't use those um, whatever it may be to get yourself around the opponent, then it doesn't doesn't matter. Um, so I'll say that's the biggest myth that comes to yeah. 
what I do in the workforce. Yeah. And just so our listeners know, so you said that you didn't make the eighth grade team and then you started playing in high school and how did it all turn out for you? Um, it turned out pretty well. Um, I went my freshman year. I only played freshman ball my freshman year. Um, continued to work because I wanted, went to high school at a very small. I mean, I started high school, my freshman in high school, about 115 pounds. <laughs> so very <laughs> undersized, playing a linebacker position. Uh, I continued to work with my dad day in and day out. Um, so come my sophomore year, I was about 185 pounds. And then I find myself playing JV um, two quarters a night and then also playing uh, a few quarters on J on varsity. Um, and then I kept working again and I get, got to a point where I was in my seat my junior year where I was up to about 225 pounds of just muscle. I, I've gotten stronger. I've gotten a whole lot faster, uh, which put me in position to one, actually start as a junior and a senior, um, becoming two times state all at, um, linebacker at the position and then being very fortunate to take that same skill set and get a D1 scholarship. So um, I speak firsthand of what training and what speed and agility performance training has done for me, because I know personally I didn't do any necessary skills training um, at the high school level. I only did strength, conditioning, speed and agility, and that helped me become the athlete that I became. That's awesome. We are so excited to have you in the community and for you to be um, doing what you're doing and, you know, helping kids be as successful as you were. Where can folks find you? Um, they can find one. They can find us on our website, um, moresportsperformanceGA.com, or they can follow us on Instagram at moresports underscore performance. Um, and our actual main account now, because I got to change it, actually say MSP underscore Alpharetta. That would be the best way to find us and get in contact with us. Um, they also can find my number, uh, personally, my personal cell phone number. They can text us or call us at any given time. If I don't answer, I'm not ignoring anybody. I'm just probably busy with the client. Um, and we'll get back to them as soon as possibly can. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us today, Dustin. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the good neighbor podcast, Milton and more to nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show. Go to gnpmilton.com. That's gnpmilton.com or call 470-664-4930.